This is Influencing Insider, the weekly webinar that interviews Australia and New Zealand's best journalists about how they like to work with communications professionals. To view our complete library of episodes and register for the live shows, head to influencing.com forward slash insider. Hi and welcome to Insider. I'm Mike Woodcock, your host. Today's guest is Nick Hall from Man of Many. Man of Many built themselves as Australia's largest men's lifestyle site and the last year's winners of Mumbrella's coveted Brand of the Year Award. Nick's here to tell us about their audience, their focus editorially, and how best to stay in touch with both him and his team. Welcome, Nick. Hey, Mike. How are you going? Thanks so much for having me. No, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. No, it's fantastic. Thrilled to uh, to have a chat and uh, to tell you a little bit more about Man of Benny. No, I appreciate the time. Um, to get us started, what what what's your role at Man of Many? How would that be defined? Uh, so my role technically is uh, editor in chief. Um, so in terms of, of kind of what that looks like, I know that looks very different depending on what public publication you work for. Um, but for us, for Man of Many, we're still quite a small team. Um, so while most editor-in-chiefs across kind of wider publications might kind of be on a, a business admin side of things, I'm still very much involved in the writing and editorial aspects. Um, so for me personally, it's a lot about editorial direction in terms of picking the stories that we think are going to work and then also kind of planning out scope for the future of what we kind of work on. At the same time, I still write as much as I can. Uh, I'm still very, very much involved in that side of things and, and still loving it. But yeah, day-to-day operations in terms of everything that you see go live on the site and every kind of story that's written. I've at least um, touched in some way, and then from there, kind of leave it up to the team to write and, and add their little special flavours to it. Great. Um, I, I, I think you said um, off camera that you had, I think, five locally and uh, twenty-five to thirty contributors. Yeah, outside. it's about that. Yeah, exactly. So our in-house team is still relatively small. Um, obviously, that encompasses kind of different scopes. We've got journalists who work specifically on automotive and technology and then other guys who work specifically across kind of entertainment and pop culture. And then within that, we've also got an in-house branded content writer who works on kind of all of our sponsored campaigns and things like that, first and foremost. But like I said, still a very small team. So we all kind of pitch in here and there. But in-house, that's that's about the size. And then Obviously, a lot of freelancers working across the world and, and across Australia to kind of get the rest of our content out. Right. Um, in terms of sharing news with you, uh, would you be the best person to channel everything through or do you prefer a marketing, your motoring person, get your motoring stories and, and so on? Uh, well, being such a small team, it is a, a sense of whoever you kind of email, it does kind of get filtered through to the team where all sit in a row, it's very open plan office, so it's kind of a case of when something does come through, we all chat through it. But at the same time, it is probably easiest to, to kind of filter through me and then from there we can kind of work out together who's who'd be best suited to take things on. But, yeah, probably through me would be would be the best course of action. Okay. Um, if you don't mind, we'll, we'll pop up your, your email um, at the end of the, at the, end of the um, interview uh, just so everyone can get started sending you stories. Um, before we get to that, I just really quickly wanted to take a close look at the the audience of Man of Many because um, men's lifestyle uh, it's undergone undergone a few changes over the over the last few decades. Um, would would you be able to just describe for our audience your audience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for us personally, what we kind of focus on and kind of our core audience is is men kind of aged between twenty five thirty four. 
Um, starting to see that kind of skew a bit older um, as we kind of go on, obviously. A lot of our audience has, has kind of stuck with us through the journey. This is actually our 10th year um, as a publication. So we've seen some of those guys kind of carry on with us in the journey and obviously reaching that next stage of life where people are buying houses and having families and things like that. Um, but at the same time, obviously, as we've got wider, uh, we've encompassed kind of a much more broader scope, uh, things that kind of stretch outside of the general men's lifestyle thing and, and kind of look at, you know, bars, restaurants and all that kind of hospitality side of stuff. Um, so starting to see uh, a bit more of a female skew as well, those kind of evening out. But at the same time, it is still primarily males, 25 to 34, um, high income earners, uh, people that kind of look to to kind of live in, in metropolitan areas and those kind of things is, is who we target mainly. And, and that's who we speak to. Okay. Um, when you're constructing stories for that audience, is, is there something that's going to, that, so is there a hook that we could put into something that, on a story that we'd send to you that would get your attention? Yeah, absolutely. Um, our audience is, is very much early adopters and they like to be kind of people that, that get in there early. So it's it's a case of something if it's, you know, if it's a car, it's got to be the fastest car or if it's, it's a watch, it's got to be the most expensive watch or something like that. That's going to get you clicks. But in terms of, of generating actual transitionary periods where people want to purchase a product, it's all about value. So these are people that want to read about, you know, the most expensive and the fastest things, but at the same time, they're really, our audience is very kind of disconcerting with with their money. They they are very happy to kind of spend money on products, but they want those products to be excellent. So value for money is kind of the biggest thing that I would look for in terms of kind of pitching stories towards us. Um, but also if there's some kind of hook that, that is based around the biggest, the best, the fastest, that's always a winner. The the most classic. The, exactly. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of products, do you guys do product reviews? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's something that we've always wanted to do uh, a lot more of. We've done it kind of sporadically over the years, um, but it's been probably more of a capacity things in terms of those obviously do take time, but uh, building the team out over the last few years has been a big part of, of, of that. And that's now something that's kind of a, a core competency for what we do. Um, so product reviews, very in-depth in terms of how we kind of approach things. So spending a week, two weeks, a month uh, with a certain product and kind of getting them all out and making sure we know the nitty gritty of it. Um, our audience really comes to us in terms of kind of buying advice as much as anything else. So they do trust our opinion um, and it's a big part of, of kind of getting that to the next level is, is those reviews and that's something we're definitely open to uh, across right. a whole range of different verticals. So uh, we're moving into gift uh, holiday season time, I suppose. What sort of timelines do you work for deadlines? If we send you something now for a holiday gift guide, are we way too late? Are we a little bit too early or...? You're kind of hitting the tail end of it for us, um, to be honest. So we're kind of putting the finishing touches on our, our kind of editorial selections uh, for gift guides for Christmas this year. Um, we do like to get in pretty early. Um, we do like to see those ones kind of come out mid to late November. Uh, always it's a, it's a bit of a rush. I think everyone in publishing knows that can be a bit of a, a tricky situation towards the end of the year. Um, but, yeah, if, if anyone does have kind of editorial considerations they want to put forward for, for Christmas gift guides or, or kind of spend considerations, now would be the perfect time to do it. We're kind of finalising those things at the moment, but we do work on about a month, a month and a half lead time for that kind of stuff. Okay. That, now we will we will get your email address and we'll definitely put yeah. that up to <laughs> something. Um, Salvatore Demetrio writes, uh, congratulations on the continued success, man and many. What are your editorial plans moving forward and how can the PR community help you with those plans? Yeah, awesome. Well, first off, thanks so much for the, the, <laughs> the kind words. It's very nice to hear. Um, in terms of our editorial plans uh, for the future, uh, the big kind of core component is that is adding kind of a multimedia element towards that. So 
Uh, two of the things that we've brought on, or two people that we've brought on in the past six months have, have been across the social and video side of things. So that's going to be a big focus for us in the next six to 12 months is, is getting that stuff across and kind of converting a lot of the things that we know we do really well, might be it, you know, gift guides or, or whatever it may be into video and social kind of components. Um, within that, in terms of, of kind of leading the editorial future, um, the things that we've done really well in the past have always been kind of product focused features. Um, those are the ones that tend to, to really work with our audience. Um, so that would be kind of how I'd, I'd focus things in the future. Um, particularly leading into next year, uh, there's a big push for, for Q1 in terms of kind of personal growth. Um, so whether that be fitness or uh, financial literacy or anything on kind of along those, those paths in terms of goal setting, um, that's kind of the next focus for us beyond Christmas. Um, so anything that kind of has a, a pitch with a scope of kind of personal growth would be something that I'd focus on at the moment. Um, okay. But at the same time, yeah, product product based stuff, as we mentioned before, that, that kind of has that scope of, of the biggest and best, but also value for money is, is how I'd, I'd focus things forward. So the personal growth one sounds like fun. Are you going to road test some yoga or? Uh, I think I will. I, I do have a plan of... Um, I've kind of testing out every single gym in Australia. That's That would be something I'd love to do. Uh, I've definitely put on a bit of weight this year, so hopefully I can kind of shed those kilos and, and we can work on that. But that might just be a very personal growth story in, in the one that I just tell around the uh, the kitchen table. That might be fun. Uh, what, what makes a good pitch? To me, the best pitch is the pitch that tells me everything I need to know. So I've had, I have had this, this kind of conversation with a few different people over the past few weeks, but... I like to have all the information up front as much as possible. Um, it doesn't necessarily need an angle for us because we are so product driven. A kind of product will, will speak for itself. And if it's a good product, it'll work for us. It doesn't necessarily need to have any kind of link to some pop culture element. As long as the product is quality, it's going to work for us. So something that has all the information, all the spec sheet and all the imagery is a, is a, that's a really important one, the imagery. Um, but from there, just, just, Everything that you can possibly give us at once is the best pitch to me because I can work from it from there and kind of farm it out to, to the appropriate writer. Cool. And so photos and videos are, are very important. Um, yeah. Do you want them sent through as a link or would you prefer um, uh, it to be in the in the email itself or a, a uh, whatever's easiest? Dropbox, yep. Yeah, Dropbox is, is fairly easy for us because we can kind of work around it and, and, and put it all together. We have pretty specific sizes in terms of how we work uh, with imagery, but that's something that we kind of do on our end. Um, but, yeah, more than happy to kind of work with with things that, that I worked in a, in a Dropbox link or, or a Google Drive link or something like that. It's probably the easiest way to work with it. Um, would you have a media kit that we would be able to share out at the end of this interview with everyone? Yeah, we should do. Uh, I'll, I'll double check if that's um, something that we've got on hand to, to kind of share with everyone. But we do have obviously media kit to, to anyone who wants to kind of reach out and, and check in on a few things. More than happy to send that out. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I will grab your email address now if I can, because yeah. I can see some questions starting to come through. So um, if we get to everything, great. If we don't, expect some emails. <laughs> yeah, no worries at all. Uh, best email to reach me out with, with pitches or anything of that nature would be press at manofmany.com press at manofmany.com we'll put that up in just a moment um nick are there any topics or stories that you've worked on um that you're especially proud of in the 10 years that you've been with man of many now yeah well i personally haven't been with man of many for 10 years but um no no that's all right uh the, the, the stories that i've been most proud of uh, are probably the ones that that kind of had had 
the best impact in terms of kind of a, a cultural scope. So one of the big uh, projects that we worked on last year uh, leading into Are You Okay Day was to, to pull together a, a, like a very comprehensive mental health hub. Um, it was something that isn't going to generate a lot of clicks. It's probably not going to be something that gets a lot of coverage or anything like that, but it was something that we deemed as, as being entirely necessary, particularly for our audience. We know that there's a mass disparity in terms of kind of uh, men's suicide as opposed to, to kind of the wider scope. And that was something we really wanted to address as a men's publisher. Um, so I worked with uh, a few different clinical psychologists and therapists over the space of about a month and a half, um, pulled together five or six different articles that all kind of had very manageable and, and kind of actionable steps in terms of looking after your mental health in the future. Um, and that's kind of a standalone hub that sits with all those articles within our kind of micro site, I guess, within our site that people can turn to at any time. It's evergreen content. It's always going to be there and it's always going to be helpful, whoever needs to, to read it or see it. Um, and just anecdotally hearing people kind of come back to you and say that it helped them out and that was an important thing and it was something that they didn't know that they could get from from anywhere else or, or particularly from Man of Many has been probably the most rewarding thing uh, that we've done over the past few years or at least since I've been here. So that's probably the biggest one I would say. That's useful. Thank you for that. That's, um, yeah, I imagine a bit of work to pull that together too. Yeah, it wasn't easy. It was, a, it was a lot of time, but obviously, ultimately, it was, uh, it was something I'm very proud of, and I think that the whole team's kind of very proud to, to hang their hat on that one and something we can always turn back to. That's perfect. Um, thank you for sharing that too. Um, if there was one thing that you were hoping to leave our audience understanding about Man of Many and, and your role there today, what would that be? I think the biggest thing that I would want people to take away from Man of Many is while we are a men's lifestyle site, uh, it's very much leaning on the on the lifestyle side of things and that kind of outdated uh, toxic masculinity that, that you often hear associated with men's lifestyle is, is not something that we're about at all. It's not a boys club at all. We try very hard to be as inclusive as we possibly can um, in terms of kind of hiring, but also the stories that we cover. And, and while we do have a focus on the things that men love and enjoy and the experiences that they want to be part of, we, we try our best to, to kind of approach things from a very holistic point of view. Um, and within that... Um, I'm very open to kind of pitches across the board in terms of all sorts of things and, and how we can best, um, best approach those things. So never think that just because a, a, an article or a product or something is, is uh, maybe unisex in nature, that's not going to be something we cover. We always try and kind of focus on things that are holistic and inclusive in, in, in every possible way. It is a sector that's changed a lot and it's something that I think you guys have adapted to incredibly well. Um, uh, Joy Lou has asked, um, wondering if social first content work for online for man of many yeah it's something that that is probably something we're approaching um more in the future now obviously we've, we've hired um a few new people john our, our head of social has been an absolute whiz and been a huge benefit to the business since he's come on board in the last two months um social first content for us is something that we look to if it's kind of more an exclusive or a first look um type basis uh which is not always easy to understand that um but the, the best part about having guys like John on board is it doesn't necessarily have to be something that the brand has put together and sent across. It's something that we can kind of work with and, and send John and a video, a video producer, Richie, and on board to kind of shoot that stuff ourselves in-house and, and kind of edit it up and get that stuff out. Um, from there, we can kind of base uh, yeah, editorial articles and things like that from that. That's always something we can work towards. Um, but yeah, social first content is something that does work for us, but it's kind of case-by-case basis in terms of what the product is or, or what the experience is and how best we can place that on our on our social channels. That makes sense. And just leading into the idea of experiences, um, Georgino Adams has asked if you're open to overseas travel at the moment. 
She also yeah, definitely. Sleep. Are you keen to get out of the office? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I tend to get stuck in the office uh, quite in depth and chained to the desk, which is kind of my own doing, but that's totally fine. Um, but in terms of overseas travel, it's something that we're working on uh, a lot at the moment. Obviously, there's big kind of events across the world that, that are kind of coming up, you know, Soccer World Cup, for instance, and things like that. So there's definitely an international scope in terms of our coverage at the moment. There's a lot of things kind of happening. So the international travel side of things is something that our audience is really looking forward to. I know I personally am looking at where I'm going to go for my next holiday and, and things like that. So that kind of planning basis of, of travel guide is something that we're definitely, we've got in the works. We've got a few stories kind of coming up in that kind of uh, realm. But yeah, at the same time, international travel is, is a huge focus for our audience. And as such, it's a, it's a huge focus for us. Fantastic. Okay. Um, I think we're about out of time. In fact, we've gone a little bit over. So thank you so much for spending the extra time with us. We'll make sure we get that uh, other email address, press at uh, manofmany.com uh, up there for you. Um, and in the meantime, thank you so much for spending some time with us today, Nick. No, no worries at all. Thanks so much for having me, Mark. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for everyone for the questions. You're welcome. Thanks again, Nick. Bye now. Excellent. Thanks for joining us on Insider today. That was Nick Hall from Man of Many. We'll be back next Wednesday with Digitally Downloaded's Editor-in-Chief, Matt Sainsbury. I hope to see you there. Bye for now.